Hello and welcome to Wine and Real Estate. Bonjour, bienvenue à Vin et Immobilier. So, every week we like to talk about wine and real estate, two of our favorite topics, and sometimes we'll even bring on some guests. So, we look forward to sharing some tips and tricks with you about wine, about investments, real estate, and just have a good time. See you soon. Chin chin. Hey everyone, just wanted to pause and share with you a financing tip that helped us scale our portfolio and can help you too. By working with Streetwise Mortgages, we took a strategic goals-based approach versus a transactional approach to financing. They helped us develop a financing roadmap that aligned with our goals and gave us crystal clear clarity on where the money will come from to grow, how to maximize our borrowing power and how to structure future deals and avoid some costly mistakes that saved us thousands. The financing roadmap is complimentary for every client that who works with Streetwise. And best of all, it comes with a summary report on the best to invest 18 Ontario markets and a comprehensive deep dive research on a market of your choice out of the 18. We highly recommend it if you're looking to grow a portfolio. To book a planning session and develop your financing roadmap, email info at streetwisemortgages.com. Info at streetwisemortgages.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wine and Real Estate. Oui, bonsoir tout le monde. So tonight, we have a special announcement by Jennifer. <laughs> yes. Well, first of all, uh, we have some special guests that are going to be joining us very shortly. And we also just want to take a minute and share with you a financing tip that helped us scale our portfolio and can help you too. By working with Streetwise Mortgages, uh, we took a strategic goals-based approach versus a tra transactional approach to financing. They helped us develop a financing roadmap that aligned with our goals and gave us crystal clear clarity on where the money will come from to grow and how to maximize, maximize my, our borrowing power. Sorry, <laughs> it's been a long day. And how to structure, yes, structure future deals. Cheers. I, I definitely am going to drink to future deals yes. and avoid some costly mistakes that have saved us really thousands of dollars. And financing... The financing roadmap is complementary with um, Streetwise Mortgages. Best of all, it comes with a summary report of the best to invest 18 yeah. Ontario markets. So if you're not sure where to, where is your next move, where you want to invest, that would be a good place to start. And a deep dive research on a market of your choice amongst those 18. And we highly recommend if you're looking to grow a portfolio to book a planning session and develop develop <laughs> I, hate Total saying, disaster. I hate saying develop it's, it's at English. the bottom there develop yes. see it's I on know. the ticker develop your financing roadmap so develop i hate saying <laughs> it develop in english but anyway your financing roadmap roadmap you just have to email info at streetwise mortgages and dahlia and her team will be able to help you guys out yes and you're on your road to becoming millionaires so yes. i see our guests are joining us yes without further ado let's introduce them so i'll stop embarrassing myself there you go. <laughs> so we're just adjust here. Welcome, guys. Good evening. Hi. Hi. How are you? Um, pretty pretty busy. Mm. You know, with two yeah. young kids, you're kind of always like barely making everything. You know, you're like scrambling, and but you know, we have our wine. 
Mm. Yes. Cheers. 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 Yeah, your, your young parents, we remember those years. Yes. Uh, remember little kids and all the commitments and then investors too. Wow. So yeah, you need that drink. I know. Like you kind of, exactly. You kind of bring it upon yourself with this, all this investing stuff because it basically takes over our life because it's so awesome and you can't stop thinking about it or doing it. But no, you don't have any, I don't have a choice. Yeah, but it's also like a fun adventure with kids. Like, yeah. you know, to when we visit places and we get to bring the kids, it's like yeah. they get to explore and they find it so fun and they visit. Like, it's just such a cool adventure for them. Yeah. The road trip, finding the place and hearing yeah. us talk about even to see us passionate is such a good energy for your kids. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. So I think overall, yeah, it's pretty good. good. It's a good decision. Busy, but good. Yeah. Wow, oh, that's awesome. How old are your kids? They are two. <laughs> they just turned two and five. Okay. Oh, okay. oh wow. So yeah, that's an exciting age. Yes. <laughs> it is. It's, uh, it's still really busy, but it's not so much like the baby stage. So they can, they play together a lot. They're two little girls. So they're, it's really cute. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're really, really cute. Yeah. That's great. It's oh, fun. So, Josie and Mo, maybe just, sorry? You said you had children yourselves or? Yes, but they're old. They're almost 18 and 16. They're old. <laughs> yeah. They're old. We're over it. <laughs> like old news. On to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I remember listening to Bigger Pockets when they talk about, you know, buying a property for your children and it's kind of like it'll pay oh, for yeah. college or all that. Did so, you guys do that? Yeah. Did you kind of, you know, did you bank real estate with your kids type of thing or that wasn't in your life quite yet? Yeah, no, we weren't there when they were born. So we had actually started um, RESPs when they were born. And we we totally regret that. Like, I think that if we had gone back, if we could go back in time, I think that we would have just bought them a duplex each and been yeah. over. Yeah, totally, right? <laughs> total waste of money. Yes. I know. I agree. We're buying properties. We're not mm -hmm. doing our no. yeah. oh, that's I mean, good. RSP yeah. is something that like R E S P. Uh, no, but even R S P. Oh. oh yeah, that's a whole Which is like, that's, that's a, a whole, whole other discussion. That's a whole discussion. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But an R E S P could still be used like um in an arm's length uh capacity to invest yeah. in real estate. So, so right. it's not it's not all bad. It's just our son is going to university next year, so it's it's too late. Yeah. Maybe our daughter we could do something, but anyway, we'll just buy her a building and yeah, see what exactly. happens. Yes. <laughs> yes. To be fair, my mother bought a building when I was younger. Like when my brother and I moved to Montreal, she thought she sold her house and she had kind of cash overflow, I guess, um, if that's a thing. Anyway, she <laughs> bought a house. My brother and I, two young men, live in there, and uh, oh, you destroyed so it. We destroyed yeah. it. She but had you... this one condition that there was this one friend we had that we couldn't bring. She said, I have only one condition. You can do whatever you, you want. Do just don't bring else. that one person. He's trouble. The first so thing they did. We did. Guess yeah. what? Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah. I'm just, you know, maybe a, a tale. Yeah, of, but you weren't were the most responsible child. I was not. I mean, I teenager not. or. Or adult. <laughs> <laughs> was she a nice mom or did she do like we would have done the building would be gone it was gone it was gone it was gone okay I mean, good yeah. perfect that's a good mom <laughs> like there was really it wasn't like at the time i was a, a smoker and it wasn't even like you can't smoke in the house which now looking back i think would have been a condition right it wasn't yeah. even that don't bring that one person, one person. that's all i'm that's asking um, wow. you had yeah. it so easy and you blew yeah. it yeah <laughs> Okay, she's getting back into real estate right now. Actually. That's right. So Thanks it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
You guys are getting all of our back in. Oh, that's so cool. Mm. That's pretty good. Yeah. So what are you guys drinking tonight? I, I think I heard Cabernet or something when I yeah, when we exchanged. My favorite wines are Cathedral Cellar. It's a cab from South Africa. Yeah. Um, I don't usually do South Africa. I really like Californian cabs, like really heavy, nice, full bodied. But uh Mo always asks them at the LCBO when he goes to get wine for me if they have recommendations and they say South Africa actually has some nice cabs. So they're yeah. kind of coming up to catch up in yeah. terms of price point. To and I like it. It's cabs. really good. Yeah. I, like it. I love cabs. What about yourselves? Yeah. We are drinking a Cabernet uh, Merlot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oak aged. So oak aged. Yeah, I love One that. of our favorites as well. <laughs> but it doesn't come in a bottle. It's, um, it's our table wine, our house wine. So we actually have a big tap and a big vat. No. <laughs> it's really bad. Yes. And then. So you Really? Like in yeah. your barrel? I'm like, yeah, yeah. is it like <laughs> next to the bedroom or something? And yeah, it should be. That we could just like you know, <laughs> No, it's not that bad. It's but it's it's how many liters? It's big though. It's like 16 liters or something. Uh no, it's more than that. More than that. It's like yes. equivalent of 20 bottles or something. So anyway, we, we mix it up with other wines, but yeah. once in a while, it's just like our regular wine. It goes with everything. And, right. you know, for occasions like a Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Well, tell us a little bit about yourselves. You guys are uh, recently investing in real estate or? Yeah, pretty recently. Like we really only, we bought our first property less than two years ago. Like a okay. year ago. Yeah, and that was just our primary residence, and we bought it with an income suite in the basement. Because our friends Matt and Esther, who you know, who you just had yeah. on the podcast, uh, they had we moved in across the street from them in our old house, and they had an income suite in the basement. And they were like, "Yeah, it's, you can do this, and you can rent it out, and you can house yeah. hack." We started getting ideas. So when we were looking for our first house, we this was ideal. So we did, we got it and we fixed it up a bit and we did an Airbnb in the basement for a while and it was Ooh. great. Paid for pretty much all of our mortgage every month. So that was, that was great. But we have two young kids and um, the noise was very, yeah, stressful. bang, 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 bang. <laughs> yeah, it was so stressful because it's not even made to be fully soundproof. It's kind of like an older apartment made down oh, here. Okay. Yeah, it's not like a full apartment or anything. It's a full apartment, but it's not like soundproofed or anything. So it was so loud for the guests. And we felt so bad because they're just kids playing, right? But we always yeah. have to be Shh, quiet. And it was just really stressful. So after like half a year or so, we stopped. And then um, we went on to other things. And then we bought two properties like in the last few months, our investment properties. So oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It, we've been getting into it fast. And we're going to buy another one soon. And we're this is this is the thing this is the thing for me <laughs> for us but like for I, you as well okay <laughs> you, you'll include him that's so nice Most of you very <laughs> of all my crazy plans i don't think you're crazy yeah. <laughs> are you guys both working part full-time and doing that or no actually mo is working full-time he works at you can tell you can think, you yeah. can say i wonder if you know what i do don't ask me. It's it's uh, tech. It's tech. And you work yes. at GitLab, which That's is right. a like a tech company based mm -hmm. in Silicon Valley, and it's fully remote. And oh. yeah, that's that's, that's advantages. Yeah, it's nice. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't know what no, really so we, do. I, I think we're we're very fortunate for that. I'm 
Yeah, so my company is fully remote and also it's um, they have this philosophy where it's asynchronous work first. Okay. So they like the whole company has a mentality. We don't like meetings. We don't like calls. We don't like nobody's expected to be at their desk to answer a message or an email. Um, yeah, so like if somebody sends you an email and you don't answer for like four hours, nobody's going to think anything of it, yeah. which blew me away because yeah, companies that you, and there's you know? and there's like unlimited time off. Oh yeah, unlimited like, paid time off. That's just, pretty good. It's really um, great, and yeah. and it's perfect for our real estate investing lifestyle. Because as you know, yeah. if a deal comes up, you need to be able to just go and get that. So like, and we're yeah. about an hour and a half away from us. So if something comes up, we need to go. And Mo is allowed to do that, which is so great. Yeah. Like he can just he. It's like they have a uh, tell don't ask policy. Oh or? yeah, see, uh, don't ask must tell. Yeah, so yeah. you just tell them you're taking time off and you don't have to ask. So it's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. So like teenagers that. like us, we tell them, like, just tell us where you are. That's all. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's good. If you give people agency, like I have so much more, um, how do I put this? Like I care so much more for my work, you know, because yeah. they entrust me, like I'm not just a number, like a, they have this sort of manager of one where like, I feel like they trust me and I want to respect that trust. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's um, where you, the more control you have, the more people want to break away from that, yeah. I guess. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've read on that quite a bit, uh, like the driving uh, traffic laws. So in Canada, it's quite strict, but if you go to Belgium, it's a lot tougher, the traffic laws and the rules are even more stringent. They have more cameras and things. And people are really bad because of that. Because people really? there's more trust. So since there's less trust, there's a lot more accidents and things. So yeah, it's a big philosophy. In I think I read Italy, the laws are a lot more lax. Like you can just not stop and do all kinds of things. Yeah. And they have fewer accidents because of that. Really? So people are more like, oh, well, they trust us. So yeah, it's wild, but it's yeah, they I don't know. There's something yeah, you're expected to do more careful. defensive driving no but it's the thing like here you know like uh maybe we feel more protected by the rules so we don't yeah. take ourselves to yeah or somewhere else yeah. like if i don't stop they're not going to stop either yeah. there's no like yeah. that's it <laughs> yeah but it's really good it's a really good you know yeah. situation we yeah. have here and uh and i actually i work at an architecture firm i do business development and um I actually, I was full time, but then I actually was in an accident and I got a concussion a few years ago and it, oh yeah, and I couldn't look at screens and it was this whole thing and I had to uh, stop work and then I tried to go back and then I had to stop and it just went back and forth and it was so bad. I had post-concussion syndrome and it would just make, give me like headaches, made me nauseous. So anything deadline related, I just, I couldn't because I couldn't push it. And when I pushed it, I was out for like a week. My eyes were hurting and my head. So, so I just ended up having to quit. And luckily my company, the uh, it's CSV Architects here in Ottawa. And they're really, really nice. And they they took me back on a part-time basis. So um, I, yeah, it's great. And now I do more like less deadline stuff. And I do more like I, I analyze for the business. I create processes that will make you more efficient. I kind of like look at problems and and like help them become a better company and do a lot of business stuff for them. So, um, which I, I love, and I can translate that into our own business too. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. I mean, wow. What a good mix for your, your own business. That's great. I know it's really fun. Yeah. It's, but the thing is like, I also have, I have my, they hired me because I have my MBA. So I, 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 know business stuff and you know they want somebody in the architecture firm to know they're all architects and they're like we we would like someone with business knowledge <laughs> so that's yeah. yeah that's the thing is um and 
to me, like part of reasons why I find Josie so amazing um, <laughs> is that like, if it was me, I would have just like, you had just finished your MBA, which yeah. you did while you were pregnant, yeah. by the way. Sucked. You just finished your MBA and you know you did a bachelor's before that, and suddenly you think your career is gonna take off, you'll be like a CEO, and that's yeah. how you get wealth. And it was like a silly accident. They yeah. were just a car hit them in the back at like 30 yeah. or 40 miles per hour. She had I just hit my this, head in the wrong way. It was like a 10 percentile of getting post yeah. syndrome. Yeah. And if it was me, I would just sit somewhere and eat ice cream and say, you know what, life's not fair, and I I'm don't gonna know. give up. I don't know. I that think <laughs> No, but uh, it's kind of one of our whys. Like, but that's the thing, yeah. yeah it's like, you, and it was distinction because it happened in Quebec, although it was 100% the first. Oh, wow, the laws are very different. So even though it was them that rear-ended my friend's car, uh, they couldn't, it, because you're in a car, you can't do, yeah, you can't take no any fault. legal action. Yeah. Unless it's criminal, yeah. which is mm -hmm. Um And so it was when I just wanted to realize, wow, the system really failed us and, you know, like at the end of the day, if you don't look out for yourself, if you don't have the kind of independence and wealth, like something yeah. like that, you think you can work until the day you can't, right? Um, yeah. yeah, I always thought like, if something like this happened, I never really thought about it. I thought, you know, if something like this happened, the government would, there's, I don't know, like no. take legal action you could do. And then I started realizing that like, I lost that income and then we were just like, like Mo was actually supposed to be going to school then. So he had to go back to work full time. And it was like, re it was really, really stressful just to be, and it, and I've always been kind of an entrepreneur at heart. I always like want buying and selling and thinking of companies. And that was the time where I was like, okay, this is like, I need to do something else because I can't, what if something like else like this happened? And yeah. how does everyone just live like this? That like, or if a child happened, or who knows, exactly. like your parents, anything or your spouse. And you just think, you know, if something happens, what you just like, and you can't work, that well, you see you're risks differently. <laughs> Suddenly, that that paycheck every two weeks it's not doesn't seem so safe. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> yeah. So that was that's a big. True. Yeah. Yeah. That was so a that's big a big, big why. Yeah. Big. That's like one of the main reasons. And now we're like, we have to. So I'm actually only working. I dropped my hours a little more, even, and I'm just I'm just working a little bit for them now, and I'm trying to do real estate full time. So you're more a consultant, which is perfect. I mean, it's good to have a sideline. Yeah. yeah, and I love it too. It's really fun. It's it's a lot of stuff I love doing, the business stuff. So it's similar. It's similar in my company and what I'm doing for them. So. Oh, yes. so cool. So what, what markets are you guys kind of looking into and where did you buy your last two? Pembroke. Okay. Okay, so not so, not so far from home? No, we looked a couple hours. We were looking a couple hours within because we were totally priced out of Ottawa. We, like I said, we were basically on one salary. We just bought a house. Like we were, we were stretching it. Then we were like, can we no, please? Even if you could like, buy pop yeah. in Ottawa, it wasn't going to be a good like cash, cash on cash return. No. No. So, so we just started looking for what budget we had. And um, we looked at Cornwall, Smith's Falls, Pembroke, you know, kind of within like an hour and a half ish. And, Pembroke just kept coming up like we were I was analyzing a lot of rents too and the rents were really high and demand was really high for for rentals like That's people good. were just desperate for rentals kind of like in Smith's Falls too it's just uh my parents own some there so, and I'm helping them I, I find tenants for them they hire me to find tenants and stuff so the demand is just crazy so it's like owning properties <laughs> because of Josie's passion for yes. real estate investing. Oh, yes. It's oh, that's awesome. I think whoever you touch becomes a real estate investor. It's because I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, it's the best thing ever you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
be passionate about it, it yeah. certainly helps you have more success. Yeah, and it's it really radiates and people feel it. So I saw on your website you do joint ventures or you're looking for joint venture partners. Is that part of your strategy? I guess you have money partners or credit partners or some sort of combination. Yeah, um, we're always looking for joint venture partners. We're always looking for money lenders. We're always, we're just, we're, we want to grow pretty quickly. So we, um, we're joining up with, we're doing one joint venture soon. We're going to do a short-term rental in Quebec. And um, then after that, we don't have any plans. So right now we're working on a renovation in Pembroke and we're actually, we were going to do long-term and actually we're thinking of doing short-term now. So yeah, yeah. so much better. Up. I love short term. Yeah, especially in Ontario or Quebec. Yeah, exactly. you have to. So we're doing, we we were thinking of doing long term and we had so much demand. Like we put an ad up on everything and um, we're doing the renovations and we're just thinking like, we want to grow really fast. And I don't know if I want to be, an, like, we don't think we want to be Airbnb managers forever. I don't know. But we do want to scale up fast. And that's a really good way to generate a lot of cash flow. Yes. Like you can just maximize, you can like four times, five times, six times your, your revenue, right? Per property. Mm -hmm. So yeah, easily. So that's what we're doing. We're going to probably make, no, now it's not probably we decided we're going to do a short term rental and then we're going to get, yeah. And we're going to get another one soon with his mom, actually our joint venture partner in um, Quebec. Soon. Excellent. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. So is there demand for short term rentals in Pembroke? I don't know. I've analyzed it a lot. Air DNA, the company that a lot of people use to, uh, doesn't, it doesn't have data there. No, it doesn't cover Pembroke. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't mean it's not there though. I mean, yeah. Facebook marketplace, you can look on Kijiji or oh, different sites. I have looked everywhere. I do very thorough research. Yeah, we have this network policy in the house because otherwise we just go to bed way too late looking. <laughs> yeah, we, we shut it off. We Mo made the internet shut off at 10 because otherwise we're just miserable the next day. We always stay on the <laughs> But the thing is that Josie would keep on her phone, like looking at like Facebook Marketplace and Airbnb, yeah. you know? So now I have to like take away the phone. <laughs> I was like, can uh, you just like, <laughs> like that and hide it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, so what, what do you I do said? instead? You sit like this, and you just think about real estate and strategies. Yeah. So we we're talking right. about like how the market, um, well, what the market looks like for Airbnb and Pembroke. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like we'll see. But I have looked at Airbnb a lot. I have looked at a lot of, and there are a couple in Pembroke and they seem to be, they have a lot. I always look at like the number of reviews, um, how many there are, uh, how booked up they are for the next like two months or so. And like the length of like, if there's like big chunks of bookings, because I like the nice medium term ones, like when people yeah. book theirs for us, like the month ones were so good because it's so easy and you get so much no more. Yeah. Do you guys have any Airbnbs? We do. We have a cottage in Prince Edward County. So it's Airbnb and it's, it's constant. It's been like really, yes. really busy. And now we're looking at Florida for the same thing. So more Airbnb uh, remotely. So yeah, it's an amazing way to rent places. We also have in New Brunswick a place. It's not Airbnb, but it's partially furnished. So Airbnb short term, I mean, doesn't have to be like one, two, three days. Like you mm -hmm. said, it could be month long, could be a few yeah. weeks, few months. Uh, there's a lot of people moving to Canada or moving between cities and they don't bring their furniture. We know we rented this summer. Yes. <laughs> we rented for a month. 
Yeah. An Airbnb. Yeah. Airbnb downtown. We were living the downtown mm -hmm. lifestyle, and we find out we're we're not meant for that. No, we're, <laughs> we're we're meant for the boundary. I don't know how you say suburbs. Suburbs. Total suburbs. <laughs> Walmart and Costco. We yes. really miss them. Um, but I mean, it's crazy the the cash flow you can get. Like it's. Mm -hmm. definitely the the furniture it all depends what you bring in amenities people like the all-inclusive part so yeah that's what we did for we had people we had one guy coming he was an immigrant he was waiting for his citizenship papers and he stayed for like a month and a bit and yeah. um, he was really nice. somebody else came for a work placement for three months and those are it was just so good because you get way more money but for them it's really convenient because like we had it fully stocked you know like all the linen yeah all the and it's great for them they don't have to bring anything or buy anything so you also get interesting stuff like that one guest we had that stayed for one night but didn't sleep there opened up all the packages smoked in the basement uh, and just you know yeah that, that was, was interesting. that was the only bad guest. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't sleep there he just smoked there yeah that is so yeah. weird it was, it was weird. interesting yeah i oh, like um we oh, follow sarah larby who does a lot of airbnbs and her rule is she doesn't take any guests that don't have any reviews. So I know, and I saw that she actually did a webinar. I don't know if you guys saw. She did. It was with her and two other people, two other women. Yeah. She did a webinar, and it was really good. I really liked it. And she went over all those rules. She said, you know, she doesn't take anyone with. You should watch it. Like uh, no reviews. She doesn't take anyone. Nope. Doesn't take anyone. I think for one night. She because yeah. those parties. There's like a few mm. things, and it was really interesting. And it makes a lot of sense. And I'm kind of experimenting that with our cottage. We're like, worst case, it's <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> but you do see people that just pop up on Airbnb and they're brand new, no, no reviews, nothing. So yeah, it's kind of scary. You could get those smokers or yeah, people, yeah. I don't know, out for a vengeance and they just wanna throw rocks at your place. Who knows? It's it's surprising. <laughs> so yeah. you know, after you, Francois, or <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> So you guys um, said you, you house hacked and then you bought another house. Did you keep the first place? Yeah, actually right now we're, we're in the basement of that first house. We didn't, we were going to move, but the cash flow just won't because because of the new Airbnb laws in Ottawa, yeah. we were going to, we were about to move. And then we kind of researched the Airbnb laws because we wanted to keep it as an Airbnb, like a full one, but it, it won't work now. And we're thinking maybe we'll do it like over a month because I contacted the city and uh, anything over 28 days is fine. So like that, even if you list it on Airbnb, it's fine for now, for now, midterm yeah. rentals, exactly. yeah. it's called medium, midterm, medium term. So they said yeah. that's fine. So we were thinking about doing that, but for now we're just, you know, also was just saying, we could have moved further away, but as, as young parents, you want to offer some stability for our children, you know? Yeah. So like our daughter, yeah. the school that she was going yeah, to, she for, just started school. Yeah. We moved around a lot. Yeah. And we found a daycare that was good for yeah. our youngest one. And we thought, okay, yes, we could move further and, and just rent this place out. Yeah. But yeah. we thought for now, let's just, yeah. let's just stay put for a bit. So you yeah. could also rent it out to a brother or sister, and then they can do Airbnb all they want. Yeah, there's all kind all kinds of loopholes with the city. Yes. So yeah, oh. this is public, but whatever they know about it. So. <laughs> um, isn't there really? something about laws like even if you don't break a law, if your intent breaks the law, then you're still liable as if you broke the law. Yeah, but like, yeah. Yeah. intentionally like not that organized. Pardon? I feel like they're not that organized. Yeah, they didn't, they, it took a while for them to figure out it was 28 days was okay, I remember. 
Yeah, they weren't sure. I, I asked them many times and they were like, I have to ask this person. Yeah. They didn't know if it was on Airbnb, if it was okay, if it was 28 days. Yeah. Because it's new, right? It's mm -hmm. understandable. Yes. Yeah, they really are cracking down on quite a few ways to make money with real estate and with Airbnbs. Um, I think that they're worried about people leaving properties empty. Yeah. And I do, I do kind of get that point because we... We were staying at an Airbnb long term, but it felt weird. Like all the neighbors were also Airbnb yeah. and you can tell like it's, it kind of ruins the neighborhood. It, they don't care yeah. as much about the place. It's, it's, it's not the same. Not for, yeah, it's also not good for the housing shortage and stuff. Like it's, it's, it, I, I actually agree in city, in some cities, it just doesn't make sense if people aren't able to find an affordable place to live. And I, I agree. Right. I, I think, yeah. I think it makes sense. I'm not opposed to it, but I also, you know, I'm interested in trying it out. So in the, yeah. place, mm -hmm. but the thing is, so the thing that we're doing is that we're not buying any air places that are, we're going to make Airbnbs that wouldn't also work as long-term rentals. Yeah. That's, that's so the key. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want to get some rural place and then they make a law or something and yeah. you're not able to do it. So what we're doing is we're making sure we're like studying long-term and short-term markets. We're studying, you know, cash flow. As long as it cash flows as a long-term, I'm, I'm fine with it. We're fine, you know? So that's what we're doing. That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. That's so important. And then the Airbnb really comes, it becomes a cherry on the top. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because I think some people, they, they are really worried about this bylaw because they bought places expecting that they can just rent it on Airbnb and that mm -hmm. doesn't cash flow at all with long term. No. So now yeah. they're kind of like panicking. And so, yeah, I wouldn't buy in a place like Ottawa because it would be really hard to cash flow probably unless yeah. you have like a really, I don't know. Yeah, that's it. I mean, imagine if you bought a condo that you can't, that was meant for Airbnb and you can't. Or like a really tiny little house. Exactly. You need to find like in Ottawa to to be successful, you need to have something else like a big backyard where you can add a yeah. a coach house and you can add a basement suite and yeah. rent out your garage in the driveway. Otherwise, <laughs> the driveway. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no yeah. um, a, a trailer, trailer yeah. on the driveway and rent that out. Yes, we <laughs> can do that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Put up yeah. tents in the backyard. I don't know. You can do that. It's just the, it's just the bathroom problem then, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's going to become a problem. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's shocking. Oh, Sorry, I was saying it's interesting this year. Um, well, I mean, I don't want to turn this podcast political, but most of the don't platforms. No, it's interesting because so many of the <laughs> platforms that we hear from all parties. There's a big oh, yeah. thing about real I estate, mean, right? Like housing. Yeah. It's big. Like, well, it's it? a really big problem right now. Like even my architecture, the architecture mm. for my work, we were doing a lot of affordable housing. Like mostly it's a yeah. sustainable architecture firm. So a big part of our work is uh, sustainable housing and uh, and affordable housing, which kind of often go hand in hand. Yeah. So yeah, it's a really big problem. But it's like... What is it? I, f I forget the exact number. I, it's CBC, so hopefully it's accurate. Um, but uh, it was like 14% of Canada's GDP comes from like real estate investors, yeah. you know? Um, and it's a huge percentage. Um, and so as, as these yeah. new laws come in, like, because the, the people that it's their business, and it's something like real estate investors only make up like a, a single digit percentage of the population. So, like, yeah. how much? how much money a few people bring in, you know, compared mm -hmm. to that money, I guess, like, it's just so interesting to see. So 
real estate investors not necessarily the bad guys in this because there is a huge revenue that comes and helps mm. the economy, right? Like we provide a lot of money to services, for example, through yeah. renovations and such and money yeah. multipliers. So like, I just find it really interesting this year to hear how will it be spin to to people that are angry because they can't find yeah. any place to Which live. I completely understand, yeah. but it's not, it's the thing is that bylaws are getting so, are so hard on landlords and then it's yeah. making us not like I don't accept people like lots of people because you know I'm not sure if they can pay rent and I'm not sure so that's making it really hard for landlords because we don't like yeah. we're a business too right like we don't we're not just like doing it because we're kind like we need this is how we make our money so also we're on the hook for the mortgage if exactly wrong, yeah. yeah so it's like all that's these kind of help laws, yeah. yeah so all these laws trying to protect tenants are kind of hurting it's backfiring tenants. yeah they, they it, really it is, are yeah. and we invest in other provinces uh, where the laws are a lot more relaxed and mm -hmm. a lot of tenants are complaining but those are i find bad landlords like when we increase rent or things we have a conversation with our tenants mm -hmm. and we do it incrementally where and... it's allowed because in ontario that would not, that kind of conversation would not be allowed no but, but there I... it is and it's awesome mm -hmm. you can chat with them hey there's broken stuff we just bought the property we're going to fix everything and we're going to increase rent accordingly because this did cost us something. But now you're going to have a nice, pleasant place. Would you like to stay? Most people thank us. They're like, oh, this is perfect. Yes. Provinces, is that allowed? And I want to invest there. So, yeah. Alberta, New Brunswick, uh, there's Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, Manitoba. So more mm -hmm. the smaller provinces. There's a lot of angry people out there because rents are going up. But property prices are going up. Uh, if you go to the grocery store, prices are going up. So everything's going up. I mean, yeah. rent has to go up. Um, yeah. It is a bit of a double-edged sword, though. There's a lot more of a transient population. People move. Like in Ontario, people don't move as much. But mm -hmm. out there, like every few months, people are moving in and out. It's, yeah. it's constant because the laws are very different. But I think it's good because you can talk to your tenants and... And yeah. not become a slumlord while in Ontario, you're stuck with the mortgage, property taxes and rent. Everything is blocked. So yeah, we're doing it was frozen, right? For two for 2020. So yeah. for 2021 also. So we're raising one of our properties in uh, January and we're going to give the notice this week. But it's only like 1.42, 1. It's something really small. I don't know. Yeah. Inflation yeah. was much higher. So, exactly that's what i was like i was looking at that when i found out i was like inflation is higher so this is yeah it's even yeah. the cost of renovation if you look at what happened with the price of lumber like yeah if you're gonna do renovation yeah. in your in your place now like it's it, it's shot yeah you know? um, this is what yeah. but, you know landlords aren't really protected in the, this area so yeah it's hard i don't know like i agree with both sides and it's hard it's hard to know what the right thing to do is but that's the thing well yeah right i said not political yes not political, not political. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> no it's, it's tough but i think that as real estate investors you have to really look at the political platforms and decide with, with whom you're going to vote because it is a really big subject to, uh uh you invest as well right? yeah yeah absolutely you're right like you, you have to invest in like, you know, for example, where you have your parties in New Brunswick, you said where it was more lax, but uh, like you probably care which which parties dominant there and which oh, party yeah. more incentivized to keep mm -hmm. these bylaws, right? Because that will affect your real estate investing strategy. I don't know. I don't. I don't just go for the party that I think. Okay, this is getting political, but I wouldn't just go for the party <laughs> that benefits my business the most. Like I care more than that. So. 
Like, you know. Oh, like, right. Yeah. I don't know. I guess but so. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. I think they need to take a more sustainable approach and it's, it's very yeah. one-sided. It's what happens to the tenants. But what happens to the landlord owning the property? That that's also a big question. So sure, let's lock in prices, but let's lock in property taxes as well. Let's keep yeah, them low. Yeah. Uh, right. Let's let's help the, the the landlords then. Sure, if it exactly. goes both ways, I have no issue. I can rent a place for a dollar. I don't care if they're going to subsidize it somehow. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> where the money comes it. from, but it's got to come from somewhere. So exactly, yeah. So they, it seems like they're just taking care of the tenant side, but they're not really looking at the landlord side. And then it's never, it's always going to be imbalanced. Right? You think of Airbnb too. I like, I remember Airbnb, like PR or something like that. When the new laws are coming in there, they felt it was unfair because they said like, it's not Airbnb the problem. Like we addressed the market gap, right? Like yeah. If, yeah. if it was so great to be a landlord and it wasn't a need for something like Airbnb, which offers so many safeties. For example, you don't have like to worry Uber about too. Uber, same yeah. thing. Like the issue is, mm -hmm. You know, this is just a symptom yeah. of the problem. It's not the problem. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree there's a problem, but I don't think it's short-term rentals. Like, I think it's the no. way it's yeah. done. It's like the government, yeah. Yeah, well, I think that they just have to be more aware of what's going on and they'd have a better idea of what to really do to fix the, the real problem, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, go to the root of the problem rather than just addressing all the symptoms of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. I don't know. I'm not a yeah. policy editor. No. We're not experts either. No. <laughs> No, I really, I really enjoy uh, Kayla Andrade in um, Kitchener. So she's uh, with Ontario Landlords Watch, and she's really advert. Like she's got a good advocacy group, and she does. Like she, of course, the focus is on landlords, but she also mentions for tenants. It's sometimes bad for tenants too. So it's really a two-way street. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so what's next for you guys? You mentioned so that Airbnb renovation. What else are you planning in the future or what, what are your wild dreams? <laughs> I have a lot of wild dreams. Rule the world. <laughs> Rule the world. No, but we do. I, I'm just, we're really excited about building a business that will be really sustainable, not only for us, but I think for just like in our business, but also with our properties. So I'm really interested in sustainability and um, how you can make our projects more sustainable, but also our, company and also sustainable for our lifestyle right so we yeah. were fully into like automating everything into uh like hands off like we are never not even for our first property goal we tried for like a brief second to do some for some of our own renovations but with young kids it's just terrible. <laughs> like, it doesn't work so we just like we hire pretty much everything we um yeah, we're, we're pretty, like, we try to be as hands-off and we try to develop systems really early. Like, we don't wait until we have a few properties. Like, the first time something happens, we develop a system for it. So we're trying to be sustainable for the environment, but also for us. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It's so important. A lot of people forget that. Oh, I want to scale. I want to scale. But then they're going to be bald very yeah. soon. They're going to go nuts. <laughs> but that's also kind of my job. So we're lucky because I, I know how to implement you know like automation and systems that's kind of what i'm doing for this the architecture company so i'm kind Perfect. of a, a lot of these things and and yeah You're and, and mo i totally am meant for this like i love everything about <laughs> <laughs> like everything design business everything just everything i i meant to ask so you have um long distance properties right 
Yes. Yeah. Um, so how do you manage that? Like, it's something that I remember we talked about, mm -hmm. and then it, we didn't yeah. really we decide not to go that route. But it's always in no, the no, no. It's, we're going to. For we're sure. going to we're just, just not, not yet. yet. Yeah. And I'm curious, like, is this like? What were your expectations? How were they met or shattered? You know, like there's something. Yeah. So um, what we have found, what, what works for us is not using property management. No, nope. but away. managing from a distance because 99% of the time when there is a problem, you have to just call a plumber or an electrician. And when there's something else, you can usually hire out somebody. And that's actually something that we learned like in Fearless and in other groups where sometimes there's people that just want to have just a little bit of extra cash. So actually one of our tenants in New Brunswick does our um, showings. Yeah. Um, so we do all the tenant screening from a distance. Uh, we, she takes pictures. She'll do uh, video tours. So video tours. it's awesome. We have contractors. So Wherever we establish our base, like in Detroit, Michigan as well, where we have properties, it's the same thing. So you, you kind of build a power team. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of times it does not include property management for us because it's just been bad experience. You spend I so much time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some good ones, but they're a small percentage. So yeah. <laughs> where do they fail usually? property managers like where where's the market cap tell us when you i think the <laughs> biggest issue is the the uh, owners so whoever owns the property management company it's the company culture i think and i think it's also that they end up managing too many doors like you just, they want just get to overloaded and then they can't help you and they don't want to say it but they should you should just say i have too many no i'm not yeah. taking new clients and then they just don't serve you like they don't we were told some properties yeah. can't rent out. I put an ad myself within minutes. Hours. I had 40 <laughs> applicants. I'm like, well, you can't rent it. I don't get it. But now I'm renting places. And I've heard that from so many people. And I think I completely agree with you. I would love to find a great property manager. But actually what I'm thinking of doing, what mm -hmm. we're thinking of doing, <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you. Um, I want to create a, like a branch of our company that's property management, so I can really yeah, kind of you need to yeah, because I just don't I I like my systems and like you said, like I've heard so many people like oh, yeah. saying I, I couldn't rent this out or this and charge like a thousand dollars a month's rent or something to to put an ad. Like, I have a system where I put an ad on Gigi and Facebook. And then I have a form I send out. When people answer, I just directly send them a form. And you can even yeah. automate this. There's like ways to automate sending a, a message with a link. They just go in, it goes to a Google form, they fill it out. And like, I just created this for free, right? I'm sure there's like software is better yeah. software for this, oh, but, yeah. and then it goes populates a spreadsheet and then I just, it ranks them automatically. So I just look at, based on my criteria, I have like a criteria. That's that's it. It's not, it wasn't that hard to make and it wasn't, it was free and, like to me, it doesn't take much time and I can find really good quality tenants. And I don't feel like until there's a big need for a property manager, I like, I would rather hire someone when we have enough properties to be my property manager. And then That's I, can, yeah. right. Mm. You know, Cause you train them yourself you, with exactly. your standards, what to say, what not to say. Yeah. And we yeah. each look for different things. Like we have a, a 16 page addendum that we add to our leases and there's certain things that we just don't want. It's not negotiable. Like in some provinces and states, people, well, everywhere, people seem to have a lot of pets. So I never allow rats. 
<laughs> of putting that in my lease. Rats. A lot of people want to bring in rats and snakes. So I always say no rats, no snakes. That's not no negotiable. So in, in Ontario, you can't refuse pets, but in other provinces yeah. and states, you can say no, no to pets. Okay. I don't think it's right either, but there's a maximum, like two, that's enough. I don't want five yeah. dogs and four cats and snakes yeah. and rats. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it's yeah. more maintenance for you, right? Like you're going to have to fix it up more. You just well, want that and then there's safety hazards like snakes, like some are deadly if people have kids and then you have these snakes. Yeah killing children in your building then you're liable so it's a little extreme but yeah i wouldn't be surprised never know, so. never know <laughs> the things we've seen already <laughs> exactly <laughs> no so yeah. yeah i know someone with a snake and the snake ended up killing one of the other animals there His uh, hey <laughs> yeah so my mother is probably like your lieutenant you don't want to have i guess because she has like four cats two dogs at some point she she just is a big yeah. animal lover and she used yeah. to work at a zoo and a rescue center mm -hmm. anyway but she had a, a house when you live like that and that's fine they they bought a house. Yeah. House. and now they're buying another one yeah yeah, yeah we, we've trained our parent both of our parents <laughs> to buy rental properties perfect <laughs> we, uh, trained yeah yeah actually yeah but we've coached them well i we coached them and also we're we're just kind of proof that it's great and it works and it doesn't have to be that complicated no. everyone just thinks it's so crazy complicated but when i actually break it down and they have questions and they're like oh it's not as bad no. as i thought you know so yeah we're getting yeah they they all have properties now and mm. we're pretty we're pretty happy we're, we're building a big family business yeah. The real estate agent that we went with is also very happy with us. Um, yeah, we referred my parents to this real estate agent and they bought like two properties in two days or something. And yeah. she was wow. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Yeah. Do you still use real estate agent? That's something I, I read about often where as you build your team, you want like, we love a real estate agent. Um, and, Natalie Bruce. If yes, you shout out to She's Natalie great. Bruce. She's amazing. <laughs> like um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just integrity is fantastic. But I often read how, you know, people want to kind of cut that middleman. No, so to don't. Pay but I, don't, yeah, I, I love having that point of contact. But read, with long distance investing, like, how do you make the, you make relationships with different investors? Yeah. Real estate. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. I, I don't believe in cutting people out. So I think that having a good real estate agent is so important, and they usually keep you uh, kind of what I call in the sidelines. So whenever they have a deal that comes up, they think of you, and I think that uh, they even end up with off-market deals. So sometimes people say, "Oh well, I don't want to work with an agent because I'll get an off-market deal." And then if you're also just buying directly from another agent, you have absolutely nobody protecting you in that transaction. So you're just working with the person who's who has has a relationship with the seller yeah so yeah i wouldn't buy so, just directly from an agent no we always use an agent or you can buy from wholesalers of course but again mm -hmm. that's another relationship you need to cultivate yeah and i think i saw one person yeah martin i don't know if he's still watching but anyway he's a wholesaler so again you build that relationship mm -hmm. and you tell them what you're looking for just like a realtor uh, you can do door knocking, things like that. But I find that's really for hot markets. So where like Ottawa, let's say you're trying to find a deal in Ottawa then yeah, you'll need to get creative and I don't yeah, know, pay I don't for, for your neighbor and try to buy their house. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you'll need to do things, but yeah. for the most part, yeah, we, we work with realtors. Usually they come highly recommended. I know Natalie, yeah. she works or used to work with Tony Miller. So yeah, she I works. 
Yeah. Okay, so quite a network of people that work with her, so you can ask for references. Exactly. She always has really good recommendations for for everything we need, like inspectors and everything. So that's perfect. That's what you want. You want someone that's got that team wherever you're looking. Mm -hmm. We try to keep a local agent. So if you buy, if we buy in Florida, we want someone that knows the city yeah. or town. Uh, we don't go with a generalist. That's my my belief. So I prefer to to find because they have the local flavors and quirks. Because all towns and cities mm -hmm. have little quirks and weird bylaws you don't yeah. know about unless you live there. So it's very important to know about that. Yeah, and like the history of neighborhoods or yeah, also that yeah. You grew up somewhere, right? You have that that's kind of yeah, circle of knowledge. Yeah. yeah. And you know that direct town, like the town mm -hmm. we found for a renovation in Pembroke, it was so hard to find contractors, which I know a lot of people are having trouble yeah. with right now. But if you if you worked with someone directly there, like once now that we found a contractor, I think I probably sent out like 30 emails. Like I wow. I really tried like Gigi, Facebook, like Google, everything. I was just blasting them out. And I think I think if you like now that we have a contractor, he's kind of helping like he knows people who know people and they can kind yeah, of because he grew up in yeah. Pembroke and so same, left and yeah. came back for an hour yeah. Like, yeah so same thing if you have an agent that lives there in like a small town or something then they would probably have these contacts and you could find someone easier than just like cold calling for yeah <laughs> which is really Absolutely. hard yeah. yeah I mean when we're doing distance um you have to rely on that network yeah our, our agent gave us this amazing handyman that does a lot of work for mm -hmm nuts <laughs> yes yeah he's really proud of his work and it's good for everybody so it's mm -hmm. it's a win-win strategy so i i want to be aware of time and things so yes. do yeah. you have any final word of advice i know you have young kids going to bed soon as well mm -hmm. or in the next little while and yeah you can the advice is don't miss the threshold when you're supposed to put your kids in bed That's yeah. A <laughs> like, yeah it's a disaster then yeah no advice i don't know i think I think probably a lot of real estate investors have the same advice. You just, you, you really have to get started. Like you have yeah. to, everyone gets paralyzed. And we, we talk a lot on our Instagram with um, new investors or people that want to, we're kind of like, we're really interested in getting people started because we're kind of like in that situation with our parents and in that situation with our friends and just nobody in our circles really knew about real estate investing and they all are like have some money and they have and we just we want people to know about it and how powerful it is and instead yeah. of you know RESPs buy a duplex like you said right <laughs> so um yeah i think you just really have to get you have to get started and you have to not be paralyzed with how many choices like when we were getting started it's scary because there's so many different strategies you can pick and there's so many yeah. different things you can do and i think you just have to you have to do a little research you have to uh, talk to people you have to read a few books and then learn how to analyze a deal and if one works then just do it you know like i think a lot of people probably say the same thing like that's but it is the best advice to get started you just yeah, but i think something i remember that helped us help me anyway when we got into this is uh like you don't look for that perfect deal yeah, to get totally. started you know, we're like, if it doesn't make the number, you won't buy. And like, at the end of the day, yeah. if you're not losing money on this, yeah. and you know, the kind of leverage and empowerment you'll yeah. get from just breaking the ice. Like, like our first deal is not great at all. What do you mean? It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, no, it was. It's fine. It cash flows a little bit, and it's fine. And we're yeah. the mortgage is being paid down. It's appreciating. It's fine. But it wasn't. We just needed to get it, and like we. But it yeah. empowered us. Yeah, so it empowered much. us, and then after that, we were like, oh, that. 
that wasn't so bad. So yeah. then we bought another <laughs> within two months or something. And this one, it cash flows better. Yeah, but that's like, what I mean is just don't, I remember like I often have that paralysis of choice. That's yeah. something that, you know, I will try to find all the pause until I, I know hundred percent for sure that this is the best choice in all possible yeah. universe. That no, exists. with real estate investing, you, you just can. have to do it. And then yeah. in like a few years, those first few things that maybe aren't the best question, you can sell them and get something different. Like you just have to yeah. start to, to start growing. Yeah. Otherwise you're just money. I think I built the confidence yeah. to go. Exactly. The confidence too. It's and, and also just to know that you have one and you're getting experience, even if it's not the best deal, it's like, education right it's you're, you're, it. you're learning and then other people you can talk to them and you you have credibility because now you have a property right and they yeah. it's more interesting and yeah it's just it's just just get started yeah yeah i guess that's the thing yeah. just just, just. <laughs> well, how can people get a hold of you if they want to find out more about what you guys are working on or if they're interested in working with you guys um probably instagram or email instagram were yaksmith properties um, mm -hmm. and email is properties at yaksmith.ca. Yeah. I mean, we're, we have, we're trying to have a strong presence on social media. Um, and so I think that's the best platform will really yeah. be Instagram. Um, but we're really, yeah. Whether it's email, the contact form yeah. from our website, even through LinkedIn, you know, you can find the Yaksmith properties yeah. on LinkedIn as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're, we're always waiting to, to hear from people. Yeah. We love chatting about this. Yeah. Obviously. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> great well it was lovely chatting with you and getting to know you let's stay yeah. in touch maybe we'll we'll get to meet in person we're also in ottawa so east End oh yeah Oregon. that's so. true so for sure at a meetup at some point soon now that we're allowed to that that will be yeah. fun yes hopefully uh we'll be able yeah. to do some meetup soon <laughs> yeah. yeah thanks for inviting us mm -hmm. it's really fun thank you have right. a great evening you too bye you too bye yeah. for listening to another episode of wine and real estate with us so don't forget you can follow us on social media instagram our handle is fl underscore homes underscore corp you can also find us on facebook fl homes corp and um, you can also find us on youtube on our channel so you can see video recordings of these podcasts and more and so until the next time cheers